Alrighty. Hello, lady. Hi. What's happening? So last night. <laughs> Ew. No, we're not going to do that. You say that every day now. Well, yesterday, not yesterday, day before yesterday. Wait. Mm-hmm. The day we talked about music a lot. Day before. It was PG. Mm-hmm. Completely PG. It was, actually. So I'm capable. It might disappoint some folks. Yeah. Spicy. So we're good talk. We're good talk. Good talk. We never said why. Um, Because I don't do any research when I try to pick out podcast names. Well, I'm not saying we never said why we're not. What were we? We were Air Talk. Right. Which is NPR. Correct. Then we were. Air Hustling. Which is. Somebody. Some other sizable place or somebody or something. Um, There are other good talks. There are. But. Yes. Yeah. Hello, Hi. other good talks. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Um, but you never explained how we came upon that because it was really spur of the moment. We weren't like sitting down tossing around names. Um, no, we were talking about something or other. And it came we ended from with... our children because ah yes, sometimes they're either Immersed. being sarcastic or not listening to us at all. Yeah. Immersion in headphones and gadgets. And as the sarcastic people we are, we sometimes say, hey, child one, do you want to go ahead and get me something to drink? And when they don't respond, we say, good talk. talk. Yeah. That's where it came from. Hmm. Mm -mm. How are you feeling? Uh, I think I'm settling in into whatever this is. Mm. Still trying to figure it out. Um, not even figure it out. I think it's just it's become a little more routine. Oh, (laughs) um, today was the first day of distance learning for both of us. So (laughs) lame, so lame. Just the very idea of it just bothers me. Did Maisie do much work? She did all her work. Um, the reason why it's hard to tell is because she does all of her work on her phone. She will type a five hundred word essay on. Her phone. And she's also 12, so she's a little she's more... She's 12, yes. Um, she don't play no games with her homework. I know. She's going to get it done. Never seen a 12-year-old wake up at 4 in the morning. To do homework. So Regularly. That, yes. Not once. To make time for a dance that night or Correct. the night before. The night before. Yeah. I told her she would have to quit her dance class because she was falling behind in her homework. And she said, give me a chance. And she decided to go straight to sleep after dance class and then wake up at four to do her homework. I know you were concerned about that initially. Still am. I don't think it's a good idea. And I don't think it's healthy. And I have terrible sleep hygiene. And I don't want that for her. Um, She already has a hard time getting to sleep at night. So we'll see. She seems to be handling it well but mm. on the low i am really liking her not being in school on the um, low low i feel like a lot of parents might be feeling that way even like with it. all the 
nervousness about handling education mm-hmm. and work and all the things. I mean, I can say that because she's pretty self. She's a self starter, mm-hmm. so it's easy to easier to say that. But I just want her to do the things. I want her to. Do you see how much painting she's done just yep. in the two days? I'm waiting on my shirt. Just because she's home, and just because we got her the supplies and said go do. She's, she's going and doing. She's going to paint James Baldwin on one of my denim shirts. I'm yes. looking forward to that. And I'm getting Zora Neale Hurston on my denim. Are we allowed to shirt. wear those at the same time? No, we're not. Really? I'm not. We're not allowed. To, no, don't start. I'm sure we've talked about this before. Yeah. Our all-purpose wardrobes and our muted color palette. Of the exact same colorway as it said in the sneaker world. Where does colorway come from? Um, I just know it as a retail. Not just thing. sneakers. No. Like Lee Jeans has a new colorway this spring. Um, I think it deals more with clothing and apparel with multiple colors. Oh, I see. Where you're going to combine different. Right. So colorway is like. All the colors. Right. I just said Lee jeans for some reason. <laughs> Did you have a pair? Uh, oh, they were done by the time you were old enough, right? No, no. They were still a thing. I yeah. was in the eighth grade when they were a super thing, which means you were in the fourth grade. Mm-hmm. I, I might have had a pair. I don't remember. You would remember if you had a pair of Lee jeans with the patch on the back. Were they ripping off people's patches in the Bronx? Of course, because we were told if you collected 50 of them, somehow you'd get a VCR. <laughs> that was a, that what? Was, that was the myth. You're kidding me. If you collected me. X number of lead patches, you could turn them in and get a VCR. Oh, no. Where did that come from? Yeah. <laughs> you know who was collecting those lead patches, don't you? You know what they had on their feet. Hmm. <laughs> Black, um, black low, low Air, Air Force, Force Ones. I don't know if that was a thing then. Oh shoot! In terms of that, wait, reputation. were they out it yet? They when you were in the fourth grade, I don't think Air Forces were yet a thing. Not too far off though. Well, we're about to find out right now. Air Force Ones Disambi- disambiguation. Nineteen eighty-two. Oh, so they were. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they were they their, like... They didn't have the reputation, though, right, for thuggery. Um, I just bought a pair of ones um, with a nice colorway that I designed myself. When are they coming? Who knows? <laughs> I can't even imagine. They're, they're, so I don't you, know. So you they, can wear them all around They usually the take about two weeks, but I suspect they might take a little bit longer this time. Um... When we were just talking about the Lee jeans, it reminded me of uh, Lee's were the first thing that I ever felt the allure of name brand things. Like I felt what it did for you. I saw people looking at me different and I felt different when I had those on. Just one pair of jeans with a little brown patch on the back. I was eighth grade. Were you a Jordash girl as well? I was not. I didn't have Jordash money. I was a... I was guess. Yeah, guess is but, a little bit later. Yeah, that was that was my that was your flexi thing. thing. Yeah. So my flexi thing were Javot jeans. I don't know if they were wearing Javots in the Bronx. I feel oh, like that yeah. Was, yeah? Okay. yeah. Um the whole Grand Pooba phase. Oh, Javot hanging baggy. Right. Tommy Hilfiger Top Gear. So I was the girlfriend of a club kid 
So it was not, I did not come across Jabot through Grand Puba. Um, it oh, was, was this, definitely uh, um, more of a De La Soul thing. De La Soul didn't wear Jabot's, but it was that sort of vibe. It was very preppy. Mm-hmm. It was very Gap sweaters. It was very. That was when uh, Benetton was popping too. Very Benetton. Um, I did not wear the way I am with H and M now. It's pretty much the way I was with Gap, the Gap in high school. Um, pretty much maybe 85% of my wardrobe came from there. I was fortunate that the big thing when I was coming up was the bootleg Warner Brothers t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And like they mm-hmm. with like the guns and the blah, blah, blah. Yes, I remember. That you can get under the subway for $12. For five yeah. Or something. I think like $12 a pop or whatever, but the Did thing you say that was under the subway. Yes. Un, mm-hmm. Under the L. Mm-hmm. Um, and by that, you mean the elevated train, not the L train to Union Square. I'm assuming. I think. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> Wait, was I right? You were. So don't be making me feel like I'm not right. <laughs> it was the excessive pride. I mean, I'm not us Jersey people. Oh shoot, I said I was gonna be quiet through the intro. So I'm gonna say this. I feel like we are the most haphazard yet really good podcast I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Okay. We are very Don't jinx it. We are very haphazard. <laughs> we're very haphazard. But I feel like we're starting to come into our own mm-hmm. a bit. Yep. We don't prep, and I think there'll be a time where we prep. Maybe. Maybe eh. not. Maybe. I don't think this show. There'll be other shows where we'll have to do prep and stuff. Well, like, for once, for instance, earlier today, I was thinking, what if we always talked about just one song? Because I did really enjoy the episode that ended up being about music. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. Music is a big part of us i think that part will come organically anyway because of that reason like we won't have to force so back to lee patches um what was that song where biggie talks about oh um it's on the second album i feel like it's on ready to die Mm. punch him in the face stay in your place that's the second album that's what 112 and backing him up Oh, and then he died, and so the video was with all the little kids pretending to be them. Right. So problematic. Shane, do you remember the video? They've got eight-year-olds with bikinis on pretending to be little Kim and I, Faith Evans. B- b- no, what? Bikinis? I don't remember that part. Okay, maybe they weren't bikinis, but they were like little bathing suits, and they were like dancing like adults around a pool. It was bad. Okay, I do remember the pool. It was bad. And they got the little kids being 112, and... It was just, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, I don't know the name of that song. Sky's the limit. Yes. You know, have what you want, be what you want. Um, yeah, it was not, it was not okay. And I need people to just go watch that video whenever you want to just be grossed out because it was not. Um, I'm going to look it up. I'm not going to watch it right now. 
But the kid who played Biggie in the video was absolutely adorable. Um, but the way young girls or women were portrayed was super, super not okay. And um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got for that one. Let me see something here. Did they really have? Yep. Um, Postmortem videos is always a little hectic. How's everybody and doing tonight? This is one of the first ones. I'd like to welcome to the stage. Uh, um, no, can I remember, uh, remember, um, Scarface and Tupac? Have you seen the man die? Oh, okay. No, I don't know the video. Yeah, so it's uh, Tupac look like on the crucifix, and it's like oh, in such a way to where like lightning flash, so it looks like Pac mm-hmm. trying to do the words. So, but yeah, that was a thing. There've been a lot of uh, Busta Rhymes. There's a little tiny Busta Rhymes in this video as well, which I forgot. Oh yeah, little kid. Woo-ha, got you all in check. They kind of threw in a few different rappers. Yeah, they did. Um, I'd love to know where this kid is now. Still bragging about being in this video. So there's the line I was talking about. There's a kid with the fake. Wow. Punch him in his face. Fate. Stay in your place. Um, for that particular line is just genius. Like, in a couple sentences, or maybe two sentences, he's telling us He's got this. He's got the leaves. Mm-hmm. He's got the fake this on. And somebody's going to try to call him on it. And instead of cowering or running or being scared that somebody's going to, you know, the way the rest of us would feel, punch him in the face. Stay in your place. Yes, I am aware that I'm wearing fake whatever right now. We're not going to talk about that. Um, Big was, he was quite the lyricist. He was quite the storyteller. Yes. Um, I think the first big song I ever heard after he got signed outside of like mixtapes and live concert stuff was nah uh, fame up in prospect nah the people's nah love, uh, when, right, right. it's ready to die right um, it's gotta yes. be yeah um, that's um, that's is that long, the one that ends with a gun yeah that's not long kiss yeah. goodnight that's um, mm-hmm, that's not long kiss goodnight um I don't remember, but that was my go-to song for a long time. I really loved that song. Um, though, Warning. Yeah, Warning. I wasn't a super huge, big fan. I think I might have become one had he lived, which sounds kind of suspect. I think you say that about a lot of artists. He never really did it for me. I have, like, do you have, do you stream big ever? I do. I actually stream a... Uh... Ready to die every now and then. Okay. Gets a little uncomfortable sometimes. Why? Uh, because he's not here? No, lyrics to age a certain way. What do you mean? Um, Rape references. Oh. Different things. Yeah. That, a lot of problematic stuff. Yeah. Like, got, if you, um, like if you listen to uh, DMX's first album, it's like uh, really, yeah. I haven't heard DMX's album in ages. Nah, no, um, little fame from Prospect. He's talking about. Um, what's he talking about? We know. 
know Little Fame from Boston. Oh, um, that's a rap group from uh, Annie Up. Mobby, um, Mash Out Posse. MLP. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're not yeah. old. We know <laughs> things. I was about to say Mob Deep. Yeah, famous from MLP. Mm-hmm. How about some hardcore? Yeah, we like it. No, that's not MLP, is it? No, it's How about some hardcore. Yeah, we like it raw. No. How about some hardcore? That's Onyx, maybe. Maybe. We're not doing this. Yeah, we're about to. <laughs> we're not doing this again. Hardcore hip hop edition. First it was sad playlist edition. Now it's hardcore hip hop edition. I do want to say one thing about Onyx though. Um, in my mind, I like to keep track of people, groups, whatever that changed the whole trajectory of music. And Onyx is one of them. They don't really get their props like that. But when men who have full heads of hair decide to shave them mm-hmm. in unison. Right. Like, what? Like, they really did make baldies okay mm-hmm. for men. It goes back to Onyx, period. Um, I guess Jordan. But Jordan wasn't bald the whole time he was in the league. No. Um, Although, thankfully, he didn't do the struggle. He just nope, he came on home. Straight, straight came home. right on home. Straight quick, home. Quick, fast. I feel like Onyx... Wu Tang and like no, probably those two. They popped up just as the shiny suit era was getting to untenable. be a lot untenable. Mm-hmm. So they kind of came in in a space where folks were just tired of the the shiny stuff and just right. wanted to be really heavy and right. hard with it. Mm-hmm. I think DMX actually, yeah, X I guess around that same time too, or is that later? Um, X's first album came out, I think, in 98. So, right around that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Shiny Suit Era is firmly 98, 99, even up until 2000 and 2001. Um, yeah. The locks. Shiny suits. Mm-hmm. Mace. Shiny suits. <laughs> they complained, but they put the shiny suits on. Hey. And sold some records. Yep. We're not doing this. Not doing what? I We're didn't... not talking about hip-hop. Why not? I don't know. Hmm. So I'm proud of you. What? I'm proud of you. <laughs> so I started throwing it from the back a different way because I figured that, you know, Damn. maybe that was actually theme song start worthy. Right we did the theme song. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you needed to hit it again to shut me up. Anyway. Um, you went to the right, supermarket right. last night. I did. I went to the supermarket. And it wasn't a terrible I braved, experience. I braved the Rona. Um, you know, this is one of those ways that the world just kind of falls apart the first thing to go is that you can't order online mm. um i have not i don't grocery shop in stores i i order pre-made food from hello fresh we're not pre- well yeah uh, we're well, not hello fresh hello fresh you get like meal kits right but we didn't I even do that couldn't keep so up long. with that um and then i do fresh direct they have fresh food and then cooked food and then sometimes I do Peapod, which is Stop and Shop, or Instacart, which is Aldi's, or a combination. I like to sit down and write out what I want and go to my cart and get all the things I got the last time and be done in half an hour. Here's my debit card. It'll be here tomorrow at 5 a.m. However, that Rona has changed things. And most of the places I order from have are a week to two weeks out. Um, some places are just like, we have no delivery times available. 
And I knew we needed one last go. So I yeah. braved the right. storm. And I was happy because I actually like to touch things. I know. Ew. Um, and there's something to, and as much as we just in general order things online, Amazon and supermarkets and pizza and whatever, um, there's something about going, getting a thing, having it immediately, mm-hmm. especially with food, knowing exactly what condition it's going to be. And mm-hmm. although the online stuff is generally pretty good, yeah. um, just something nice about that and I satisfying. I appreciated it in this time. When things are back to normal, I'm snapping. That means if things are back to normal, um, I'll definitely order from, uh, I'll order online again for sure. All of this has had to make me be a lot more, first of all, I'm saving money. Um, I've never gone this long without ordering food. Mm -hmm. Um, Even last night you said, you you were like, guess how much uh, the groceries cost and our whole backseat is full of stuff. And I look and I'm like, two fifty. Mm-hmm. He says two thirty five. I thought I'd be like, you know, four hundred. Some astronomical number. It's like, right. no. Nah, That's because you were walking behind me and checking the prices of things while I just throw them into the cart. <laughs> I don't, I don't check prices either. I just decide in my head how much I want to spend, and I try to make sure it fits that. But I don't really look at individual things. Right. The problem with that is you can walk out with right. three things I, or a yeah, hundred things. Correct. Um. I picked up something and threw it in the cart, and you were like, well, how much is it? And I was like, I don't know. It's a thing. It's in the <laughs> cart. Then we go down here. What was that, the guacamole or whatever it was? Whatever think, it is. Yeah. I know this is going to sound really spoiled or something, but for me, it's just kind of like, well, how much could this possibly be without me having to look at the stickers and the thing and all that? So I look at something, and I'm like, it can't be $5, and I have $20 worth of things in here. So even worst case scenario, it's probably $5. Let's go. And that's sad. Mm. But that's what starts to make me anxious if I go in there and start. I'm not comparison sharpening. I'm not looking at three different types of sauerkraut. Are you here? I am. I just yawned a little bit. Yeah. I'm it's here. like your 11th yawn. I'm here. Are you sure? Nick. I'm here. I can ask you that. Three times. Are you here? I can yes. ask you that three times too. Are you here though? I am here. I can. Are you here? I'll ask you again. When you're trying... <laughs> when you're trying to do a show and the person is yawning in your face, yes, you can ask them three times. You can ask them five times, actually. Just wait. I got two more coming for you. face. <laughs> anyway, so, yes, I went to the supermarket and I'm proud of myself. We don't have any more room for food. We don't really have room for the food we have. Yeah, I think we're we're done. We're done. We're done. We just have to hope that once we eat the food we have, there'll be <laughs> there'll be more food in the world for us to eat. Um, and I managed to get toilet paper and tissues today. I can't believe that you only bought one pack. Don't you know? They capped you. You can't. You you said they capped you at two. Yeah. So why didn't you get two? We didn't need to. We do need to. So I went to CVS and the shelves are full mm. of toilet paper. Mm-hmm. But eight jumbo rolls. Those aren't jumbo. Those are just rolls. Okay. I would have bought two. Mm-hmm. And you just snuck one under your shirt. And no, I just would have bought two. That's all. 
But you did good. Did you buy garbage bags? That is the one thing I forgot. Mm. Okay. It's okay. Things happen. We'll just keep using 80 gallon I don't need your judgment. Bags. You don't need my sass <laughs> either. Um, what else is going on? What else is going on? Um, Besides the Rona. Besides the Rona. Uh, We're doing a lot of things. Yeah, getting new shows together. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you talk about them? Yeah, your show. Writing, uh, writing Practice. Oh, Writing Practice. Mm-hmm. It's called Writing Practice with Aaliyah S. King. Yep. Mm, which is basically sort of our... It's more of an archive of mm-hmm. other shows that you've done in pod, and put in podcast format. But I will continue when we catch up, right? Um, so I was thinking about it. I think you should actually alternate. You should do a new one, old one, new one, old one. No. Okay. I want to do it in chronological order. Okay. I don't know why, though. There's no reason, but you want to, so it's fine. Sure, okay. show. Do your thing. Uh, picked out the music for it. Got the artwork ready. So get that going next week. Um, we're. I call that the tappity tap tap tap. What's that? When things, when people do things, but I don't really know what they're doing, <laughs> but I know that when they're done, it becomes a thing I need. That's called the tappity tap tap tap. So, I do my show. I'm done, and then I see you in a corner somewhere. Tappity tap tap tap. Except I'm not tap 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 tapping on this one, really. It's not exact. It's just an expression. No, I'm saying I'm not going to be the person actually doing these things. Aaron will be. That's true. That's true. Aaron Rand Freeman. But is Aaron, Fridays, is Aaron going to be um, posting them? Uh, or is no. he just sending us to them when He's they're done? He's going to clean them up, do the music. So you'll both be doing the tapity tap tap tap. He'll be tapity tap tapping. And send it to you for some final tappity tap tapping. Um, and then that's it. Admittedly, his tap tap taps are more involved. It's tappity tap tap tap. Say it right. Or I just won't say it at all. Oh, dear. So I got a manicure um, on the last day before the whole world started acting up. And I figured, shoot, I want to do something different because I'm going to be hold up for a while. I'm going to look at something different. It turns out that the fancy schmancy black mat situation that I got was not my best choice. Because? Because A, I'm sick of looking at it (laughs) and I can't get it off on my own. And B, I'm sick of looking at it. I can't get it off. (coughs) So what's the plan? Did you just call? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. So they chipped, and I had to polish over them because I had black nail polish, which was great. But it's not matte. Mm-hmm. So now I have matte nails with little shiny pieces on them. And it's just all a clusterfuck. So what are you going to do? Do you get your nails fixed in the midst of the Rona? I'm not going to my nail salon, no. It's got to be patient. I'm sure these are, this whole thing, this whole 15 minutes has been luxury. We have too much food and you had to go to the store and it's $200 worth and I thought it was 400 and I don't look at prices and my nails, this is horrible. I want to start over. Play the music, please. Let's start over. 
I'm not getting canceled during that coronavirus. Welcome to the privileged episode of <laughs> Good Talk. Mm-mm. want to focus on what's happening in this world right now right Shane mm-hmm. <laughs> the important things it's very important things going on here have you paid any attention to election stuff I didn't know there was still election stuff going on but I have things to say about that but I do want to say one thing I felt like when we left the supermarket last night I wanted to give the person ringing me up mm-hmm. a gratuity, which is weird. Like, you don't tip. I don't know why. I mean, I am, I do like to tip well, partially because I just do, and partially because I have this really awful thing about being seen as a poor tipper because they say black people are poor tippers, so I overtip, which is you, dumb. You are the black woman who tips. I'm the black woman who tips. Hey! <laughs> there it is. We did it. Karen, we did it. Um, I'm hoping they end up being like Candyman where we say they name enough times and, <laughs> and suddenly they just, just on the show. Or just sitting next to us. Um, so I wanted to. I wanted to do cash back. And then when she took it out, I was planning to not take it from her. So that way she doesn't have to worry about my dat Rona possibilities and keep it. 20 bucks. That's what That was my plan. And I chickened out at the last minute um, for several reasons. But normally when my gut is telling me to do something like that, I have to say to myself, if you're doubting this, can anyone be hurt by this? And then the answer to that will be my answer. Because normally it's no, nobody's going to be hurt by this. So initially when you brought that up when we left, I didn't initially get it because I'm thinking in, I'm thinking about you tipping this uh, person in the normal world Mm -hmm. and not thinking about, the Corona world. The Corona world and all right. the contact. And then you sent me the tweet. Who was it? Do you uh, Jelani Cobb. Yeah. Jelani actually, it was crazy that a couple hours later, no, not a, ne- a day later, morning. I'm scrolling through Twitter and Jelani Cobb says, yo, we need to start tipping our grocers because they're on the front lines and we need them. And I was like, I knew it. Not that Jelani, you know, not that him saying it makes it law, but I think he was probably feeling what I was feeling. We were in there late. You know, I'm sure she's got a family. She doesn't have gloves on. Like, she's literally she in the gloves. supermarket. She ain't gloves. She did not have gloves on. Mm. The young lady next to her uh. who was helping to bag, she had gloves. Mm-hmm. But she can't really, like, right. work that thing with gloves on. That's not going to work. I mean, um, I've seen a lot of cashiers using gloves, uh, Maybe. Actually. Maybe. She didn't have on gloves. Mm. And that place is just, like, I don't know. Yeah. So. I, so, I feel like part of the reason... You ended up not tipping. Because you were there. No, no, no. I, I wasn't even paying like, attention. What are you doing? No, no, no. So one of the things that in the course of our relationship is, and I have been a good tipper. Mm-hmm. You've made me a gross tipper. Mm-hmm. Um, also known as an over tipper. Gross. There's uh, nothing gross <laughs> about it. Um, so, because for a while, like, we would go out to eat, and I would just hand you the bill for you to mm-hmm. do the tip. You and still I do. Along. Yeah, still do. Mm-hmm. I think it's more ceremonial now than out of necessity, but I think it's still hard for you to tip thirty percent. I think you still, even though you know it's going to be, I think it's better for you. So didn't we start all this over? Because (gasps) (laughs) no, I'm fine with that. Okay, like first of all, 
whoever's listening to this, do not think for a moment that Shane, Paul, Neil, and I haven't worked. We are having a good time in our careers where we can go out to eat and tip 30%. A, it don't go much deeper than that. <laughs> and B, if you saw both of us six months ago, one year ago. Oof. Okay. So, yeah. So, a nigga and a bitch going to tip 30% and y'all going to like it. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I think part of the reason. And and I don't know where that. We're freelancers. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen six months from now. We might not be eating at all. Mm. Um, so, I was going to say, I think the reason that you ended up not tipping. Um, at once she, I'm gonna say at best, she the cashier was hard to read. She was, for and sure. at worst, she was not in the mood for, for twenty dollars. She's not in the so because so because the conversation the, we had is that could go one or two ways. Either it's, oh thank you for thinking about blah, blah blah, or fuck you giving me twenty dollars for what I look like. Nah, it could go either way. I don't think so. Because if th- it was a dollar, yes. It, it go, if it was five dollars, yes. Twenty really puts all that to rest. I think it could go either way because it's not a traditional tipping scenario. So the people's pride it works funny ways sometimes. You, Maybe it I don't think she would have said no. Thank you. Take your twenty. The key is to do it quickly and get out of there. Mm-hmm. The key is not to take out a twenty out of your wallet and be like, here, take this. <laughs> Which is why the plan was just to ask for the cash back. Speaking and then Joe. Speaking of which, you know what I hate? What? I hate charity for Instagram and Twitter. Charity for Instagram and Twitter. When somebody's like, oh, I got 100, and I'm just like, here's a 20 to you, and oh, homeless I, man, I, I'm blah, not, blah, blah. I'm not, I don't understand. Oh, oh, charity, charity for that. Like they like do it and for tape the gram. it. Oh, God, that's horrible. It drives me nuts. I don't like that. I've seen it, and I don't Who was like it? it. Who was it that was. Like staying in a car, throwing cash in the air for people in need someplace. Oh, Is God. It? I don't know, but I wouldn't have watched more than 0.2 seconds of oh. that. It wasn't, I don't think it was Travis. Um. So, if we could just take a quick break. It's 1025. Mm-hmm. What are the odds that the person in this house Zero. should be in the bed at Zero. 10 o'clock or Zero. in the bed? Zero. Okay. Zero. As you were, charity mm-hmm. on for the gram, because I'm about to charity all over somebody. <laughs> neck a minute um yeah i can't remember who it was but i i can't stand that at all um yeah it's just it's just super super tacky um it is i think that the hold on one second and yes i'm doing this here <laughs> you're calling your daughter what are you doing it's 1026. You promised me. Go to bed. What? Anyway. Um, so just for the record. Yes. Where's your daughter? She's downstairs. In the kitchen. Uh, I'm not sure. Yes. She's somewhere downstairs. But when we say downstairs, we mean actually in the apartment. Yes, in the apartment. And the way our apartment is set up. Upstairs and downstairs. Yes. Big gaping hole. No wall. No wall. You can just like. You can see everything. Hey, 12-year-old. Hey, what's up? Yes. Mm-hmm. You like to call. Yes. Okay. Oh, she's calling She's you calling you back. You okay. Just could give me mm-hmm. one second. Sh- sure. Thanks. I know we're busy. Mm-hmm. Yes? Yes? 
Yes. I love you too. I said I love you too. I love you too. <laughs> you don't need what? Okay. We'll be right back after this annoying ass message. I can't hear you, but go to bed. Please. Okay, you're marigolds. Got it. Good night. Good night. Sorry, I'm back. So remember how I said last Did episode? Did you have that music just like ready? No. That was amazing. <laughs> so remember how I said last episode we did really, really well? Yeah. yeah no. Not, not, oh, no. damn it. Last episode was great. There was this one part. Um, so that's what we'll talk about this episode. How good the last episode was. Right. Actually, how about we talk about how we listen to our own episodes? Now, you told me that that's not done. I think it's unusual. Are you sure, though? So I have to listen to it to some degree for editing and of course. quality and all other stuff. Um, but I, yeah, for the most part, folks do but their do show. do you know that for sure? Yeah. So we know Rod and Karen are not listening to their own episodes. Especially on a daily? Right. Yeah, no. So I watched, I listened to three in a row a while back, mm-hmm. just out of pure curiosity, because I just wanted to say, you know, this is new to me. So mm-hmm. it's novel. I want to hear what I sound like and what we talked about. So this really weird thing happens when we're doing this is that sometimes, not tonight, but sometimes, I don't want to use the words blackout, but I kind of just get into a weird zone where mm-hmm. when it's over, I couldn't tell you anything we talked about. Right. Um, like I can tell you we talked about music, but I couldn't tell you the songs or what we said about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm the exact opposite where I'll say, well, first we start with this and then it was this and then it was this. Every, yeah. No, I don't. I can't. So it's like we say it's over. We take the headphones off. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? Um, I think because sometimes it feels like being interviewed. And I go mm. to my safe place if I have to be interviewed because I don't like it. Um, so I listened to the first three episodes, like tortured myself. And the third one particularly <laughs> was just hell. And I wish I wasn't saying this right now because now you're going to go to the third episode. But that third ep- well, I don't know if it was the third episode that we done. For whatever reason, I no, listened to three. No, because we're on episode 15 now. Yeah, I listened to three. and 16, this one will be. Now I see how that guy got to 500 episodes. Anyway, um, I didn't like it. My shorts are too short. Have I been walking around with these on all day? I told you that you're parading yourself around my six-year-old. Why didn't you? Wait, when did you say that? Downstairs this afternoon. I was joking when I said it, but yeah. I think these are too short to be around a a six-year-old. Was he looking at my butt? No. Um, No more than usual. Okay. Uh, That's good. No, um... Yeah, you're you're sitting down on a I'm very a, soft couch gosh. with your legs crossed. So it's going. Is that what's happening? Yeah. So it's not that bad when I'm standing up. No. Thighs on thighs on. You know they say thick thighs save lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard that. Have you? Yes. Is that true? I don't know how that works though. Like, are they flotation um, devices? Stop! 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 We did this. Remember? No. What the very. Go ahead. Play some there. whole music. Please play some whole music. Well, are you going back to you? We're not playing episodes off I your have. phone. What? 
We're not playing episodes off your phone. Of course not. So we do like to. I just have something I want to say. And it goes back to what you just said. Go ahead, talk about something. <laughs> I don't have time for this. <laughs> Go ahead. Talk someone talk amongst yourselves. I hate when you do what are you what are you doing? I need you to mind your business. I mean, can you look at old posts on what? On Facebook, but on your phone? Yes. You can? But but, but why? Okay, so January 19th, I posted something. You don't remember? No, I do not remember your post from January 19th. <laughs> Me. You know what they say? Thick thighs, save lives. Molly. Do they? Me. Molly. I mean, I love thick thighs, but in what scenario could thick thighs actually save my life? Me. <laughs> Molly. I don't think they can, actually. Me. Molly. I mean, if I'm drowning, can thick thighs act as a flotation device? Okay, maybe I have a bit. (laughs) That was in January, Mm. by the way. So, yes. I know what you think about thick thighs. I enjoy thick thighs. I know you do. Eh. Not doing that. Get back on target. Get back to... Get back Ew. to PG, please. <laughs> I do too, though. I like having them. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the funny thing. You like your thick thighs. Yeah. I like more than just mine. I appreciate them mm-hmm. on wherever they land. You have thick thighs. I appreciate yours. Real men have curves. And you do. You have curves. Do I have curves? I mean, I don't, I don't know, know if I call them curves, but I you definitely have. I feel sort of angular, obtuse. Not really curvy. curvy. Wait, what's obtuse? Wide angle, not sharp angle. Oh. But not but not a curve. No, maybe not curves. I wouldn't say curves, but I mean you have a anyway. Um I wasn't talking about Yeah, I don't know how we landed on your thighs. Ew. <laughs> Sing what you always do. Ew. <laughs> We're not doing this. We can't. No. Uh, no podcasts listeners love no podcasts dead air oh oh yeah that's right ouch you want to talk about my tendonitis Ah. how you will not do the things necessary properly oh i'm so ashy was that you who told me that ashy skin ashy hands is a sign of cleanliness um yeah that was a bomani tweet that's awesome and then, you know, somebody else said, check the skin, which means somebody's thumb and forefinger. If it's not ashy, do not get anywhere near them <laughs> because they have not been washing their hands. I'm trying to figure out how I keep my son from touching everything and putting his face on everything. We're at Dollar Tree and he's like got his chin on the conveyor belt. I'm like, well, he shouldn't be a Dollar Tree. Why not? Because he puts his chin on the conveyor belt. That's why. But they have cheap snacks. I know. So you park him someplace and go get the cheap snacks. Where do you park a six-year-old that's safe? At home. He needed to get out the house. He did. But out the house is not the Dollar Tree. It was, well, initially it was Staples. Cause so listen, there's nowhere, there's no way we can now train these kids. Maisie actively looks 
to walk in the dirtiest place possible. Like that's just where her center of gravity goes. <laughs> if there's a mud puddle, she's in it. Um, if there's something to touch, she's touching it. We're not going to be able to train these kids. Like, I guess it was yesterday in the car. We're not good at this either. I looked at you in the car. And you were straight just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to play the piano on my face with my fingers, even though we're not supposed to be touching our faces. I tweeted the other day, and this actually happened. Um, I was in a GameStop, and I accidentally touched my eye. Mm. And I was pretty sure I was dead. Mm. <laughs> it was over for me from there. Mm. Um, and funny enough, um, Roy Wood Jr. retweeted uh, that tweet. And all I saw was RIP in my mentions. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was like, why the fuck are you in a GameStop? And I was like. So basically, forget about the fact that you touched your eye. The real concern is why would you even go in there? Right. Got it. I didn't even go know GameStop still existed. GameStop still exists. For how much longer it exists, will exist, but I don't think it's going anywhere. Um, and GameStop is notorious for being gross. But why though? Um, Just because their games are there and boys or something. Have you ever been to the um, comic book store when they were having their D and D matches? No, never. It smells a little different in there. Mm, okay. Um, and when when we're done with the D and D matches. We go to GameStop. It's just a different animal. It's yeah. There's there's a generally a musk in the average oh, GameStop. Wow. Okay. And yeah, and you'll hear the same thing uh, with nerd conventions. And cons and cons. Yeah. Um. Just it's a thing. So the idea of you know being in there and looking at you know pop figures and doing and that what you're doing right now i wash my hands and i'm home so it is what it is i know um but yeah it's a thing my daughter's gonna blow her nose her head's gonna pop off one day <laughs> my daughter has been congested since she was about three you know your kid starts going to daycare and they just get sick all the time mm-hmm she started going to daycare and she got a cold and I'm still waiting for it to clear up and she'll be 13 in a couple <laughs> weeks. Just, she's never, she's never been not congested ever. Yeah. I took her to a bunch of doctors and it's just, that's how she is. I have a friend um, who I met in 2002 and somehow he ended up getting like the flu and vertigo at the same time. What? Yeah. He was, he was. Can just, vertigo be a symptom? No, just two separate things happened at the same time for whatever reason. But ever since then, I feel like he's always had a cough since mm. like 2004. I feel sorry for people who have coughs because it's just not the time to be yeah. having a cough you can't control. Mm-hmm. It's bad enough when we were in the art supply store, Maisie's like, I got to blow my nose. I've trained her to... So we're now in the horror movie portion of the <laughs> podcast with creaky doors. Right. And... I've trained her to know, like, you gotta go outside if you can mm-hmm. um, to blow your nose. Nobody wants to hear that. But It also so. doesn't help that this is happening during, like, the verge of allergy season. Yes, of course. So everybody's gonna be puffy, runny nose zombies. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? Um, I know when Cole came by today, he was sneezing a lot. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> Cole is allergic to earth. Oh, poor thing. Um, I, so the first time you discover somebody has an allergy is the worst and the scariest. Of course. So we're out and about. And I think he's maybe three, three, maybe four. And I think we went to a park or something. He's playing in the grass and doing the things that children do. Mm-hmm. We get home and he looks like he went 12 rounds mm. with like Mike Tyson. His eyes are swollen shut. God. All the things. Just a hot ass mess. So Was he upset? Itchy. Um, Because a lot of times yeah. they don't feel as bad as they look. Uh, he was a or little, he was a little upset to... because he couldn't see, yeah. couldn't open his eyes and all that yeah. stuff. And then we had the phase where, um, because his eyes were so, ja- <clears throat> so jacked up, he would get like the goop in his eyes. Yep. So then, then they couldn't open. So we had to do a warm compress yep. to loosen that oh, yeah. up. And oh, yeah. then there were eye drops. You ever give a three-year-old eye drops? I, I've given a 33-year-old eye drops. Also <laughs> unpleasant. So, and at 33, it was me. So <laughs> I know how horrible it can be. You can't handle eye drops? No, I don't. I don't handle anything in my eyes. Well, we well. actually, yeah, we we talked about what. <clears throat> excuse me. We talked about um why you never got contacts. Yeah, I can't. I remember the first time I got contacts. Um, the woman at the eyeglass place is like, "So it's your first time. Let me put them on for you." No. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> if you think I'm afraid to put my finger in my eye, you think I'm gonna let you put your finger in my eye? So I'm standing there and I'm trying to. How old are you? Eighteen, mm. maybe seventeen. You're no. so cute when you were young. Senior high school, so I'm sixteen, going on seventeen. So cute. <laughs> so handsome. Yeah, was I was right. twenty-one. You mighta, 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 mighta. No, nah, just a little too young. Ew. And illegal, but okay. Um. Yeah, you'd have ruined me. Not when I was 21. Yeah, you'd have ruined me. Just for the fact that there was a 21-year-old. It wouldn't have... If you were a senior, You no. could have never touched me. And that had been ruined for life. My head would have been I don't too know. heavy for my neck. I don't know about that. But no, I remember uh, trying to put in the contacts, and they ended up on my nose. That's how mm. afraid I was to get them on. How long did it take for you to master it? Because watching you take your contacts out is just a wonder. It's like you hit yourself <laughs> on the side of the head and you just pop out. It's um, like you just breathe them out. I think I got out over it after a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. But but now it's been 25 years of wearing contacts. Right. So, yeah, it's second nature now. I um, When I realized that I could just wear glasses and that I was going to be a geek anyway, the glasses weren't really going to do anything about that. I mean, contacts. But going back to what you said about the allergies, Maisie was also, I think three, four is when it starts to, when the Lord takes their hand away from your right. child and <laughs> lets the universe just make the decisions. Um, but Maisie was much younger. She was about 18 months old and she was sitting in her high chair and she's just starting to do finger food and ask for things. And I'm putting fruit there, walk away. Cheese, walk away, putting things there. Meanwhile, I'm eating. What I still eat, my yogurt, granola, strawberries. She wants a little bit of yogurt. I give her some. She makes a mess. She eats it. Strawberries, fine. Makes a mess, eats it. Granola, whatever. Makes a mess, eats it. And I'm not like sitting with her. I'm walking around. And then I just do a double take. 
and my child is trying to call out for me and can't mm. and has her hand on her neck trying to scratch her neck off as her eyes swell up Jeez. and her lips are like triple the size and I'm just screaming. So I call um, and the doctor said she's obviously having an allergic reaction. Give her some Benadryl then bring her in tomorrow. So this is how we tomorrow. find out. Tomorrow. I was like, I'm going to the ER. He was like, you can go if you want and they're just going to give her some Benadryl and tell you go see your doctor tomorrow. So I did. I gave her the Benadryl. She I want a back tracheotomy. Right? <laughs> I want you to take a straw right in her throat <laughs> and figure this out. Um, well, he did ask me how much of it, like one finger, you know, this much, this much, you know, over the phone. He's like, how much of your finger did you give her? And I was like, one joint full. Mm-hmm. And he was like, we're good. If you gave her a handful, I'll go meet you at the hospital. Finger full, give her some Benadryl. Um, so yeah, that was the first time. And every time we've learned about a major food allergy, it's because I gave him to her. <laughs> I remember my first food allergy. Um, that sounds mother, like a children's book. My first food my allergy. My first food allergy. It's <laughs> a sad, you scary do book. It. That's a sad and scary and book. And then there's a kid on the front, like choking themselves with an EpiPen nearby. Jeez. Um, so my mother used to love to uh, fry shrimp. Mm-hmm. So she would fry however much she would fry. She's one of seven. Mm-hmm. So my mother doesn't know how to make human portions of right, food. Of so she everything probably, is catering size. Right. So she probably made a thousand pieces <laughs> of shrimp. And I would get my plate and be, I would just toss it back like popcorn. Everything was great and loved it and everything else. And then one day. How old? I want to say, I want to say five. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. There perfectly. we go. Um, I want, I want to say five. Um, started, no, I think I popped two and my throat started to itch. Mm. But being five and never having experienced that, you don't know what it is. Right. So I'm like, oh, that's weird. Yum, 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 yum. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shut down throat swole up i remember uh feeling the breeze as i was in the car driving to the emergency Mm -hmm. room Mm -hmm. and they did whatever they did and came back do you remember uh i remember going to the hospital i don't remember the hospital itself i remember coming home and just not seeing for like a day and a half Mm. and yeah just scary and Gross. And that actually had the same thing happen with uh, cats. I used to be deathly allergic to cats as well. And so what happened with that? You just I grew out of it. That was like the one I grew out of. That's weird. Um my uncle uh had a cat that I guess I I don't know if they knew at this point I already had the allergy, whatever it was. I ended up playing with the cat and everything else, come home, I swell up, same thing again. And all I hear when is my brother saying, my mother comes home. When my mother comes home, I hear my brother saying, don't panic. It's going to be all right. He's fine. He's fine. And it was another day and a half or whatever. So, yeah, for me, it was shellfish and, and cats. cats. Now it's just shellfish. When's the last time you had shellfish? Last time you gave it to me. Oh, God. 
<laughs> you had that waiting. Did you know I was about to ask you that? I thought you that's just, why you were asking me, that's actually. That's at all. It was an accident. I know. I, that's um, terrible. We had pad thai. Uh-huh. This and, was early on, too. Yeah, this like, it wasn't a date. I don't no, think it was a date. we were just at my, at the job. At the office. Um, actually, at that point, I was working for you. Mm-hmm. Um, order some pad thai. It comes, we're sitting at the, one of the hot desks. Um, I'm eating away and I pull it. So I was like, what is this? And I had the nerve to be like, Phew. I was like, it's a shrimp tail. And I'm asking because I don't actually know. It's not even like, oh no, like, what is this? Like, you gave me shrimp. I was like, I have no clue what this is because it's been so long since right. I even touched shrimp. So I thought you were trying to say, why are there shrimp tails? Like, cause you know, Pad Thai should have shrimp, not the tails of shrimp. Right. And I thought you were like commenting on it being shrimp tails instead of actual shrimp. But then before I could get the whole thought in my mind, I was like, oh my God, I just killed him. Did I tell you at that point? Did you know? I already knew. That's why you always joke about it because right. I knew already. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like you had never told me. That would be not a big deal if you're like, oh, I didn't tell you. I'm allergic. I ordered you shellfish <laughs> knowing full well that you were allergic. I just. Everybody I, gets one. It happens. I told my daughter to try out pesto. Oh, yeah. I told her, when you go to school, let me see the menu. Oh, they're having pasta with pesto sauce? Try that, so eight-year-old fu- girl. So it's funny. I didn't know there were pine nuts in pesto until you told yeah, me. That's the main ingredient. There's a different recipe that you can make for pesto, which they actually do now make at her school. They call it Chef Pasta Maisie because it's all her <laughs> fault that they can't have regular little pesto. Yeah, I forgot too. And the, the sickly kid. Yeah. And the nurse, you never want the nurse to call you and say, we'll meet you at the hospital. That's a call Jesus. you never want to get. And I get calls from the nurse all the time. She's running a fever. She ate a peanut. Like, it's always something. But when she said, the nurse at her school always says, hi, it's Nurse Rita. Everything's fine. And then goes on to tell you, you know, it's the sandwich. Get the sandwich. Yeah. Everybody has to do a sandwich. Hi, it's Nurse Rita. Everything's fine. Maisie's running a fever. Maybe mom should come pick her up. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom, and her my hair way. looks lovely. And everything's great. <laughs> and this time she said, hi, it's Nurse Rita. And there was no, everything's fine. <laughs> I was like, yes. She was like, Maisie ate some pesto. And <laughs> she's allergic. And we're going to need to take her to the hospital. Jeez. Good times. Good times. And you have no allergies. I don't have any allergies. I'm lactose intolerant. Does that count? Fuck you. <laughs> Wait, isn't that an no. allergy? Being <laughs> allergic to the lactose. If you ever saw what happened to me, if I drink milk, you would not say do you, that. Do you blow up? Bad things happen. I'm just going to say that. Is it anaphylaxis? No, it's not anaphylaxis. Lactate can never cause that. Right. But still, mm-hmm. it's bad. Bad things happen. I was at Starbucks a couple years ago, and I always order soy milk. And I said, cinnamon dolce latte with soy milk, blah, blah, blah. She gave it to me. I drank it. I was on my way to work. And within three minutes, I was like, that was not soy milk. I didn't make it to work that day. Does it hurt? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be vomiting. You want to know? I know it's vomiting. I thought yeah. it was just the squirts or the shit. Squirts and vomiting. Chills, nausea. Oh, okay. No, you, yeah. you're in the club. Okay. All that. It's bad. Oh no, it's bad. Baby. You're in the club. 
Um, Maisie is also lactose intolerant, but what is she tolerant of? Hmm, you barely <laughs> get it. I tolerate. Yeah. Oh, right, right. She's tolerating anyway. Um, yeah, not much. So she can drink milk and she'll have a stomach ache, but she won't have like hmm. she won't have what I have. She might be allergic to pork rinds. She might. Did she force those back up, or did she? I don't think she forced it. Up? I think it just jumped out of her mouth, out of her neck. So, um, <laughs> I have this whole thing with pork. I was raised in a pork-free household. Did I ever tell you how? You ever have you ever been surprised that Maisie eats pork? Mm, I haven't thought about it. So her dad doesn't eat pork. He hasn't eaten pork in thirty years. Um, and I grew up in a household where I never ate pork. So. My kid didn't eat pork. When she was about seven or eight, she asked me why. Because every time her uh, her grandma would take her to get pizza after their swim lesson, she would say, I want pepperoni. And my grandma and her mom would say, my mom would say, we don't eat pepperoni. That's pork. You can't eat that. And she would be like, I think I can. I've never heard my parents <laughs> saying there's something I can't eat. I'm going to go ahead and get that pepperoni. My, meanwhile, we haven't even had, I haven't tasted any kind of pork yet. Um, ever in my life, nothing. And she came to me and said, well, how come grandma doesn't let me eat pepperoni on my pizza? She keeps saying that we don't eat pork. I don't even know what pork is. I can't eat that? And I had to talk with her dad. And I was like, how do we tell her that she can't eat pepperoni? What religion does she follow that makes that the rule? It's not the cultural rule. It's not the health rule because the the chick eats McNuggets three times a week, which is probably worse than pepperoni. So wait, does dad not eat pork for religious reasons or? I mean, just he not was like your typical five percenter okay. flirting with hip hop kids. He came in up the in the 80s. 80s and 90s like the rest of us. Of course, of course. And he just never let go. Right. He was actually a vegan when I met him. Um, it had been for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I actually got him to start eating meat and drinking milk and stuff. Harlots. I'm a charlatan. Um, so he was like, no, she can't eat pork. Why? I got to give her a reason because it's not healthy. And I said, everything we've done with shaping this child has been about brutal honesty and education. We can't look this girl in the face and say, you can't eat pepperoni because it's not healthy. When there's a ton of stuff in this very house that's more unhealthy than some pepperoni. I can say it's not healthy about chitlins. I can say it's not healthy about hoghead cheese, but you got to explain to me why she can't eat pepperoni. And he was like, she just can't? (laughs) So I said, you can eat pepperoni. And you can tell grandma that my mom said it was okay. That was a day. Was there a phone call? There was an in-person. Ooh. And it was like, Maisie told me she could eat pepperoni. I told her, you must be mistaken. And I said, no, we're, we're letting her... We're letting her eat pepperoni if she wants. We don't really have a good reason not to because we don't follow any form of organized religion over here at our house. Oh, dear. Are you about to lose a contact? Good. Keep talking. No, that was it. So she started eating. Yes. Everybody listen. <laughs> He's losing a contact right now. It already fell out. It just fell And that's how I get the corona. Ooh, that was a lot what I just saw. I was actually thinking about this uh, the other day 
you know, what happens when you wear contacts and have to worry and about you coronavirus? you stick your hand in your eye every twice a day, yep. if not more. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we told her she could eat pepperoni, and it started there. So my daughter actually eat pork, ate pork before I did. And then I said, I want to try <laughs> Can I get a slice of pepperoni? How'd your body react the first time? Because um, I hear a lot of times where that first go is... Yeah. it, it The first thing rough. was pepperoni. And it's not really... Pepperoni is not that crazy on right. your system. I think I had a pork chop a couple months later. And that was a little weird to digest. Um, but overall, most of the things I've had occur in beef you know i've had turkey pepperoni it's not that much different um bacon was tough for me (laughs) bacon was like because because pork bacon not the fact that it's pork but the amount of fat yeah it's just y'all don't there's no meat on bacon there's a little bit of meat it's just fat a little bit of meat um but having i ate pork out in the world for several years before i allowed it to be in my house it's only been about a year or two that I've actually allowed pork products to be in a place where I live. The fact that the pork rinds that are in my home right now, it's kind of like alcohol in my home. Like I know exactly where it is and I know exactly what to do if I have to get it out of here. It's gross. Pork rinds are gross. So Maisie tries one. Yep. And she's like, what she looks say? immediately <laughs> it's like, unwell. Which is regret. <laughs> Just immediately unwell. But she's a trooper. She I can't remember what it. she said. It was like, she said it was, I can't remember how she described it. And it was like, you know, they make sport, spicy ones. It's like, that's when you need some spice. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really. No, get, she didn't say that. Yeah, she she did. was like, that's what I would not need. No, no. I definitely don't need a spicy version of this. No, no, no. She, oh, said, she said she wanted yeah. spicy. Okay. And I was going to explain why I don't buy spicy spicy um pork rinds but then she up chucks yeah. i'm not sure what happened i feel like she just burped and it came back up i don't think she threw threw up i just know that they're not in her system <laughs> and um, uh i jokingly told her that that was my dad um who stopped eating pork in 1970 and didn't touch it all the way up until his death 2017 and so, that was him so the reason there's no spicy pork rinds is because um, my father, actually, I guess every black family, mm. we treat the top of the refrigerator like a shelf. Yes. There's a loaf of bread on the top of our refrigerator right now. Yes. Um, that's not everybody? No. Huh. That's, that's a us thing. I think that's probably a poor people thing. I bet white people who don't have money store things on the top of their refrigerator. We often want to claim stuff for blacks when it's really just our socioeconomic Like buying bottled water and keeping it on the floor. Yeah. That's why folks do that. Um, either way, um, I'm on a hold in, but I'm short enough to where if I open a freezer, it swings completely over my head. Okay. Um, I think I'm going for ice pop or whatever it is. I open a freezer. I look up and my father's spicy pork rinds fall no, off the no, fridge no and the spice dust hits uh, me in the eyes whatever it is the red pepper whatever it is is directly is that in the why eye. you can't see did that is that what did it it might have melted something <laughs> but i'm on immediately on the floor oh baby not had a spicy pork rind since then 
But you'll still eat spicy Doritos or whatever kind of chips. You're not off it's, spice. It's, You're it's, just off spicy. It's, it's pork rind. Specific. It's PTSD. <laughs> Post-traumatic pork rind disorder. Yes. So, yeah. Well, she ain't going nowhere near pork rinds anytime well, soon. I got a bag and a half left. It's still weird that they're in my house. I got to tell you. It's just weird. I've I, so far, did I, did I've I do had, too much? I mean, it is what it is. So, I guess the next one will be pork cracklings. What's the difference? Uh, crackling. I mean, I know what beef crackling is. It's pork. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pork crackling. So it's just a step up from... I think crackling is just crackling. And you can have different varieties. I don't think it's known as pork crack. You're talking about the same crackling that people put in cornbread? Like the little bits of... It comes in a bag like potato chips. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah. But it's crackling. Got it. So you just eat straight up crackling and hope your teeth survive. I don't understand what you're talking about. What is this crackling you're talking about? And why would your teeth need to survive it? Um, crackling is basically deep fried and hardened version of, of the skin. Right. Yes, I'm familiar. Yes. I guess because the only way I know crackling is when it is baked into corn muffins. Are you familiar? It's a southern mm, thing. No. To put crackling in corn muffins. No, I'm talking about eating just straight crackling. Okay. And, and crackling is hard as it's like just chewing a bag full of hard candy. Except it's pork, pork skin. That's just, I guess that's part of the reason why it's so easy to be like, pork is bad. There's no beef crackling <laughs> and there's no beef skins. Like, oh, well, no, um, we fat back. Yeah, but that's not at the bodega. <laughs> so my father's, one of my father's favorite treats from the bodega, speaking of pork, pickled pig, pickled pig's feet. You know my pickle pigs feed story. I think I told it here. I have to say it. So, I don't think you did, but it sounds vaguely familiar. Little Wayne. Yes, she did tell me. Please, yes. Miss Aaliyah, eat this pickle pig's feet. <laughs> no, I will not. Dwayne Carter. That's a story for another day. But Little Wayne did once try to get me to eat a pickle pig's feet. He was 15. Was this while you were listening to... Uh, <laughs> um. Eric Benet. No, it was not. Oh, no. That's big Little Wayne. This is little Little Wayne. This is, this is the Lambo. Pickles. Yes, this is the yellow Lambo that he can't drive because he doesn't have a driver's license. It's a different one. It's big Little Wayne who put me on to... I didn't know that song, by the way. I don't know if I made that clear in our last episode. I wasn't familiar with the song Sometimes I Cry mm-hmm. until he went... It wasn't a big hit, you know? Um, it sort of has become a standard lives. for him. Over the years, mm-hmm. it's become a classic, right? And he's known for that song, but it never like won big awards or you know sold a bunch of. It was always like sort of underground hit for him. So I had never heard that song, and I love R and B, and I love him. Never heard that song. What you are washed, and you think I don't know <laughs> it? <laughs> you mean tired? Washed. You mean tired? I'm not sure. What does washed mean? Why can't I say washed? Um, is that, isn't that, doesn't washed that mean? Washed is short for like washed up. No, I mean like exhausted. Doesn't washed also mean exhausted? I don't know. I tend to say blown. Okay. Ew. Um. Then fine. <laughs> You're blown. I don't understand why you don't think that I know you or know what you're feeling or what you're going through. Like, I think whatever I'm feeling, you turn up like one notch. Maybe. 
But what, what you're feeling, you don't even say it. So sure, I might turn up a notch because you're saying it's a negative zero. No, is so that actually, a number? So actually what's happening with me right now, I know exactly what it is. We're sitting on couches yes. in the place, uh-huh. in our place. Yeah. You're leaned back and comfy. Yes. My mic is too far away for me to lean back on the couch. So I'm literally sitting up with a laptop and a mixer oh, in front of me. Yeah. So I need to scoop my, I need to adjust all this. You at need some to point. adjust. Yes. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Like here, I'm a mile away from the mic, but that's more comfortable. Gotcha. So that I'm realizing it's just my sitting arrangement. Is Is it really just your sitting arrangement? Yeah. Cause my back was starting to bother me. Oh, okay. So we're going to try this. There we go. I know things. Um, I w- wasn't actually paying attention. Now I gotta fix the light. One second. Except I don't really know things. There we go. This is better. You look Hi. better. Hey. There he is. So I'm gonna hit the button and we're gonna do the whole episode again. <laughs> <laughs> That's not gonna happen. No. Uh. This one was weird. Shit, I had something I wanted to say to you. You don't remember? Mm-mm. Hmm. Damn it. It was about our relationship, so maybe it's for the best. Because for all yeah, of that, the... that's going to spin into like another 90 minutes. Right. <laughs> but if you'll notice, whether it's Facebook Live or this or my posts, whatever, for all of the intimacy and all the stuff that we share, I don't feel like people... I don't feel like we really share that much about our actual relationship. Mics down, Facebook off phones down share with the outside world mm-hmm. um i feel I, like people probably think they know a lot like the real world you well i mean know, but you have no idea <laughs> well some stuff has to be ours as well um this isn't like big brother where you get to watch on the cam 24 hours a day and seeing what's going on with us yeah there's that one little hole in the ceiling that we keep questioning like camera looks like a camera there it is right there yeah but it's really a Sprinkler? I don't know. It's an old pipe that they just did. They took out for whatever reason. I'm guessing it went through the floor or whatever. But um, yeah, we can't we can't give everybody everything. No, I'm not talking about giving everybody anything. I'm just saying that I'm surprised that if you listen to these 15 episodes, it's me and you in our bedroom. I would imagine that you would by osmosis or just by us, us even like not slipping up, but. I'm just surprised. You wouldn't really know that much about our relationship, even though we're doing this, even though we're sitting down every day talking about whatever. You're still not going to really know that much about our relationship. Mm-hmm. We talk about our kids. So we'll do the tell-all one day. Maybe there isn't one. I don't think there is one. I don't think there's one that's interesting. You don't think our relationship is interesting? I don't think there's a tell-all that's in- it's interesting to me. I hope it's interesting to you, but it's not salacious. There's no. It's salacious. It's not salacious. Yes, it is. Hell. The timeline is salacious. Yeah, we told that story. No. No. Well, you told that story. No. No. What? I have not. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about in general from June 30th to now. It's salacious. The timeline is salacious. Interesting. Not salacious. For my group. For my people, mm-hmm. salacious. I still got people trying to catch up from a marriage that's been over for four years. Yeah, I have five. I have, I have a group that is really used to wild shit. So, so 
we've only been dating for XYZ time and we're living together is not wild no. shit. Mm-mm. See, for my people, that's wild shit. No, my uh, good friend likes to refer to our relationship as a lesbian-esque one. Me and you? Mm-hmm. Oh, because they're... Because how that's quickly... That's not nice. Isn't that a stereotype? Yes. That's based in truth? Um, I mean, you, you can ask my lesbian friend when you meet her. Okay. She's the one who... I need to talk to more than one. No, but just one. I do know that's, that. That's how that. And works. I know this from my own friends as well. That's how that works. You, when you just we, talk to one. When you're not sure about something in She's a particular She's the president group, of the lesbians. Yeah. yeah. It's all a monolith. President lesbian. Yes. Got it. <laughs> she wants us to uh, head out to her place sometime. Oh, yes. When I it gets remember. Warm. Yeah. She has a... If we ever... She has a really nice little apartment next to the beach in Long mm. Island. Mm. So that'll be a thing. I'm down. And they even offered to drive out here for dinner sometime, which God knows when that'll happen. It will happen though, right? It will. And it was funny. I had just gotten back into the notion of like going out and just having a drink or having just being alone for a little while done. or whatever else. As soon as I was like, yeah, this is something I need to get done, back done, into done. again. It's a wrap. Sit your ass went down. To the, went to the club, The Roof, yesterday. <laughs> And watched a movie on my tablet and had a beer, and that was like the greatness. There you go. I was watching. I was reading this story about how women who are in um, abusive relationships are struggling because they can't get out. Ooh. Um, they can't escape the daily. They can't get a daily reprieve. Mm-hmm. They can't make you know moves to get up out of there. Sometimes you depend on that abusive spouse to go to work so that you can get right. your shit together and you're just stuck in this house together <sighs> yeah that's oof I can't even imagine well what about if you're like on the verge of breaking up and you're stuck who can go look at apartments who can go like when my husband and I my ex-husband and I decided it was over we were helpful with each other like I'm gonna go look at this place we saved money together mm-hmm. for me to leave um, if I couldn't leave, then how was I going to leave? I saw a post that said, um, ladies, no Corona first dates. Because you go to his house, get quarantined, Mm-mm. and leave a mattress on the floor, <laughs> uh, a jar of peanut butter, and that's it. And you'll be there for a month. This is going to be life changing. Like the way we date and the way we work and the way we go to school. These things are not going to just snap back. Mm-mm. They're no. not. How are you going to... Like, I asked Maisie if she would want to be homeschooled next year. Like, I've always thought about it, mm-hmm. you know, but I've never really given it real thought until now. I think it's likely that the school year may not return. Well, California has already basically said that. Yeah, and so. I think that that's a possibility. So... We just broke the news uh, to Cole a couple hours ago that we had to cancel his birthday party. When I heard him talking about it today, I was yeah. like, oh, that sounds fun. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, you poor baby. That sounds so fun. Yeah. So, but he took it well. And Did he feel like, I mean, you're not in school, but so right. that had to help, the right. fact that he's not even in school. And I think he also knows that in lieu of his party, he's getting all the things. Of course. 
because we he walked away and i looked at his mother and it's like so you know we're just mm-hmm. buying all mm-hmm. the things like yep yeah, we're buying all the things mm-hmm. and it'll be it'll be an ice cream cake and yes there'll be like two friends y'all not doing no park nerf gun war i don't know where not, you're getting not this park from. i'm talking about like the driveway in front of the house mm. okay. um, speaking of the young man um i told you about an int- interesting conversation i had with him today mm-hmm. Uh, driving staples to get some supplies. Mm-hmm. And he says, so do you want to marry Aaliyah? <laughs> no, no. Here. Are you going to marry? No, what was it? Do you, yeah, do you want to marry Aaliyah? Mm. And I said, actually, um, I am. We are. And he goes, oh, does she know? No, I don't. I'm like, I, I think, don't know this. I, I think she's aware. See, okay, well, I'm going to ask her <laughs> and see what she says. And if she's cool mm. with it, he didn't say cool with it, he's six. If she says yes, I'll I'll come back and let you know. I'm like, cool, you do that. I appreciate what it. What do you think made him think that he needed to handle uh, that? I don't know. Um, We've had the conversation about him being a very perceptive child. He is, clearly. Um, and we've also had conversations about getting him up to speed on everything that's happening, mm-hmm. um, between living here and our relationship yeah. and all the different things. Because Maisie had a different sort of baptism, baptism by fire. Right. And you guys kind of got along like gangbusters really quickly. Mm-hmm. So you've had a longer amount of time to. Yeah. Slide in and get comfortable and everything else. Right. So the fact that he asked was honestly great because that, well, at least in my mind, it was great. It could have gone either way. For sure. Um, he also had some interesting thoughts on siblings and how that works. Right. So he goes, so if you get married, does that mean I'll have a sibling? And it's like, yeah, Maisie would be your sibling. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But will there be a new one? Mm-hmm. Which I think he would genuinely love. Uh, in theory. In theory. Uh, he would when, be very when, when the new one starts him. taking up resources, right? Then it'd be a different That's story. A problem. It's like no, no, there'll be no new ones. It just you know, you'll have a big sister, and you'll have a stepmom. <clears throat> even though we don't really deal with stepmoms and that kind of thing, but just so you understand, so I can make the distinction here. Mm-hmm. You know, just so you understand. And so okay, it's like so he says, "Is step a bad word?" And I explained to him like it's not a bad word, but it um how do i explain it to him it um has a bad reputation it kind of sets well i could yeah it's hard to get into that part but but it's not a bad word it's Mm -hmm. it's what it actually is Mm -hmm. but it's like basically it's like it sets that family member slightly outside the family so we tend not to do that family is a family and Mm -hmm. we are where we are does he know the story of cinderella because that's always a great place to start um i don't think he does hansel and gretel hansel and gretel they have a stepmother oh yeah these are all Pretty stories i don't want to these are all stories i don't want to introduce yeah. as he's being brought no into. I, mean, I would not introduce <laughs> them at all actually because they're all super creepy <laughs> but um but if no, they already know the tropes yeah with the then, evil steps no, right like no even um what's the girl rapunzel I'm pretty sure she had a stepmother too. I don't remember. Who locked her in the thing and then she had to use her hair to get down or something. I don't know. No, that she used the hair 
to bring somebody to bring up somebody up to yes. rescue her. I love that you know Rapunzel's story. Why? I don't know. It's cute. Um, and then he asked, um, "So does that mean Aaliyah and my mom? If you get married to Aaliyah, does it mean Aaliyah and my mom will be friends?" Hmm. I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> "Well, we can eh, maybe one day we'll see." I like you know. your ex-wife. For the record, mm-hmm. um, and funny enough, he was like, um, "Well, have they met?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, they actually met before I met Aaliyah." Mm-hmm. And he said, he asked me how, and I said, "Well, Aaliyah was going to your mother's storytelling shows mm-hmm. uh, before I met her." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, and Maisie, okay. and Maisie." He's like, "Oh, okay, okay." And then he immediately follows up with, um, "So." You moving in was my idea, right? Because I told you you should move, you should live with Aaliyah. I was like, no, we were having the conversation before you brought it up. Mm-hmm. But you know, I was glad that you were comfortable with the idea or anything else. But no, we were talking about beforehand. It's like, okay, okay. So basically, he's just yeah, he's he, running with it. Yeah, he. I see. You, I mean, I think more so. He he thinks he's like orchestrating. Yes, it. guiding it. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, he did not pull me to the side today, but he's six. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming mm-hmm. when I when I'm really not ready to have that conversation. I, I low key feel like my son told me to get my shit together. Is that possible? I don't know. Probably not. I hope not. <laughs> like, nigga, I gonna, mean, he also I, said, "Are you gonna make her an honest woman, Daddy?" Right. He also <laughs> said, "Can mommy move here too? We should all live here together." Yes. So he's still six, mm-hmm. very perceptive, but mm-hmm. also six. Maybe he also saw the Rona come in and was like, we need to build we the compound. To, we need to all compound. pack up. As you say that, as you say, you hope she lets you into the fortress in the, during the zombie uh, I don't apocalypse. Think that would get, I don't think so. It's a lot of people she's got to let into the fortress. I'm not sure I'll be one of them. If Enrique I think she'll gets take in. Maisie. Why are you calling people by name? <laughs> you can't call him by. Oh, wait. No, that's not his name. Is it? No. Oh, that's right. I just call him That's Enrique. his code name. You shouldn't do that. It's not nice. It's you racist. Call, you, it's not racist. It is racist. Why is it racist? Because you're calling him a name that's connected to a culture that you don't even know he belongs to. But he does. You don't know. But I do. Did he say that? I thought you spoke to this person. Yeah. So? Yeah. Oh, let me guess. He had an accent? He's, anyway, he's fine with it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what they all say. Also, you call people out by name all the time. Not on a podcast, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You have mentioned your ex's name. I have never. Go listen back. Hey, Drive. On more than one occasion. On more than one occasion. <laughs> what up, Drive? <laughs> no, I I um I try not to. Mm-hmm. I try not to. And I definitely wouldn't call him a code name like Hassan that harks to his culture. Why, I'm not Hassan. doing that. He might have pre- preferred that and he kept his name <laughs> out the streets. Do you ever worry about that? Like, there are people that I do not need to sit down and do a binge of any of this. Um, I don't. I don't worry about that. In part because I know they're not. Um, and I don't really care anyway. Um, yeah, it's not a thing for me. Like, I can, I can totally see my mother listening to all of this and... Can you see how I would be freaked out? I can, yes, I can see why I should be freaked out. Okay. I just you just don't. I just don't care. I have a very small but loyal dedicated 
group of folks. And I can promise you that once I pull the trigger and say, hey, y'all, more than once, you need to listen. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm used to being very, very, um, you know, Facebook Live is one hour. You mm-hmm. get what I want to give you. Mm-hmm. Ask me a question, I'll give you an answer. Sometimes I get off topic. Um, but Some, it's controlled. Sometimes. sometimes. But it's controlled. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook posts, they're one way. Mm-hmm. I'm known for, one of my friends told me last year that it was whack that I don't go into my comments and talk to people who comment. Kiss my ass. Anyway. Um, you. The last time I brought this up, you agreed. You Not said that it's there whack. is a place to engage and that you There's should and that nobody engage. wants to comment on somebody's post that doesn't get a response back. It's a place, no. So there's a place to engage. I didn't say it was whack. And I didn't say that you need to respond. The person, and I didn't say that you need to respond to everybody. The person didn't say it was whack. I should say that. The person just said you should engage some engagement people. yeah but not because your thing became was do i have to if i respond to one i have to respond to all and right. I'm like, no it always made me anxious so up until last <clears throat> year if i wrote something it was completely one way mm-hmm. i didn't respond to anyone i read all the comments but unless you said something spicy uh i didn't respond so it, you responded to the spicy stuff sometimes if i can help it yeah unfortunately i i hate when people respond to the icky stuff Um, but I've done it. I have. Uh, so this is not controlled. You know, the other day I went to Aldi's. We all did. Mm -hmm. And Maisie and I came out of the store. I don't know why my, my people be at Aldi's. I don't know what it is. (laughs) Never see nobody in fresh. I remember the first time we went to Aldi's. (laughs) Oh, you know. And it was like, so listen, we might bump into somebody. (laughs) Just play low key. Hopefully we don't. As soon as we touched all these, it was like, hey. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I, I'm leaving. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. So was this the woman that you pointed out when I was in the car that you said you wanted to tell me about yes. later? Yes. So I'm leaving and I see this woman and her mom and I know her well. And she was like, oh, my God. And I was like, what the? She said, I can't believe I get to see you live and in person she's talking to Maisie Mm. she was like I just I feel like I know you I've seen you grow up she's never laid eyes on my daughter in her life ever (laughs) and now did you know her yeah I know her okay um but not enough that she would have seen whatever and Maisie was stricken like just absolutely and that's not the first time it's happened to her no it's not it's happened many times, mostly at all these for some reason. <laughs> um, but as she gets older, it becomes a little bit, even though she understands it more, it becomes more uncomfortable. Um, not that somebody is, if someone was normal about it, and it was just like, right. oh, snap, I yeah, have a 12 year old, yeah. Right. But this woman was like, ding, ding, ding. If, if you still lived in Brooklyn, it wouldn't be a problem. I what do like, you mean? Why? Because New Yorkers are head nods. Oh, no. shoot, yeah. They're not. They are. Sure they are. Not my people. My yeah. people who live in Brooklyn. Ghana. Ghana's Brooklyn? She, Ghana's Brooklyn. You think she's going to walk by me and give me a head nod? No. Mm. Well, now she lives in Montclair, but she was in Brooklyn. Um, no, my people are not head nods. 
they're going to stop and talk. And I love it. Um, I don't like the idea of that woman listening to all these episodes. It gives me hives at the idea that she could just sit down and listen to all these things we talked about, including me talking about her right now. <laughs> Which you'll cut out, right? <laughs> you'll cut this part. Yeah, I love you, girl. That's what we do. Sometimes. You never cut anything? Um, not really, no. Oh, shoot. So all those times I say, okay, just cut this part out. Because then afterwards I say, really? And you think I'm whatever. I'm whatever. Oh, okay. whatever. Anyway, yeah. my point is I'm petrified. Yeah. yeah. I'm speaking freely. And what's going to happen to me is that I'm going to go to Aldi's and someone's going to say, hey, I was listening to your podcast. And they're going to say something, but I won't be able to understand what they are talking about. Right. They're going to be like, I heard what you said on your podcast. Because what happens and a lot of times, too, is, and you probably experienced this in other mediums and forums. Um, actually, I think we talked about this with your writing. Um, people deal with their timeline and when they interact with the media. Correct. So a piece Even can be years three years later. old. Mm-hmm. I just read it, so you just wrote it. Yep. So, and the expectation is that you think of it that way. And I made a mistake the first time I realized that someone said, oh, I read your story. It was so good. And I said, really? Which one? And the response was, oh, really? Oh, you got so many stories published that you don't know which one I'm talking about? Actually, yes. And I was like, well, I, it's my job. <laughs> like, I'm not humble bragging. And um, so from then on, I don't ask. If someone says, oh, I read your story. I loved it. I always say, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Keep it pushing. So this would be similar. But I don't really care what story that you read because they're all controlled. Right. Um, even if somebody's like, I read that Dear Level, I get it. It's spicy. Oh, shoot. I didn't write that for this week. That was due today. It's always due today. Um, can you tell you what it is or no? No. Okay. Um, yeah. If you're listening to this, uh, I'm not Aaliyah. Don't bother me. What the hell is this even? Oh. Yeah, please. Do this. This is Dionne Warwick, a native of East Orange, New Jersey, where we are right now. You made fun of me not too long ago about Dionne Warwick. What about her? I was running some errands, whatever, and... I told you on the way home, I was playing Dionne Warwick. Who does that, though? Is that what I said? Yes. <laughs> I think those are <laughs> I mean, like, words. what 42-year-old Bronx-bred man running errands just happens to be playing Dionne Warwick in his little... I was in a Warwick kind of mood. It happens. Does it, though? Because <laughs> I'm from East Orange. Um, when does that happen, exactly? Uh, Not that Dionne don't have bars and hits, but... I can't imagine listening to Walk On By. Like, I know the song, of course. Um, but when am I listening to... You got a playlist of hers? No. she. So I was actually in mood to listen to one particular song. What hip-hop song uses Walk On By? No, I say hip-hop. I said one particular song. No, I'm saying something different. I said, what hip-hop song uses Walk On By? I can't... Shit. They sped it up. Walk on by. I'm not telling you. What were you saying? 
I said it was one particular song that I was in the mood to listen to, and it's led into a Dionne Warwick black hole. Oh, okay. This is the one. What? what? This? <laughs> Are you? What? You're kidding, though, right? No. Is this is, it, is this on your divorce playlist too? No. The song popped in my head when I was driving. It's like you know, I want to hear that. So this is Dionne Warwick, Elton John. Uh, Gladys Knight and Stevie Wonder. Yes. That's like, if you know that, you get some kind of points. Mm-hmm. You look really creepy right now. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just sing it? Why are you humming it? No, I don't sing. I heard you sing. Sure. I have. Maybe in a private moment that you're. No. Conspicuously staring at. No. no. So, speaking of singing, yeah, you were supposed to be singing your own theme song for your show. I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. I did. I made a mistake. Actually, this is your fault because last night after we went shopping, why is it my fault? You played the episode. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to hear the. Ep- I didn't say let's hear the episode. I just started hearing it in the car, and I started listening to it, and I heard myself singing along the different songs we were talking about. And I was just completely, ugh. You can hold the tune. Ugh. Never again. But I said to you also, I've yet to hear, there are a few podcasts where a friend or the host or whomever is singing the theme song. Yeah. And I've yet to hear it hit properly. Either because these aren't being done in studios. Right. Or... I mean, you deal with you know average singers, but it's just like for a whole theme song, they I always and they also always go too long. Ah, uh, it'll be like half a verse, a hook, and a chorus. So it's kind of like you know the later seasons of Cheers, where the theme song just came in with "Sometimes You Wanna Go." Mm-hmm. They didn't do the making the way in the right. world today. Keep <laughs> everything you got. We got rid of all that. Um. So yeah. I get it, but I, I lost my, I lost my mojo. Get your nerve. Lost your, not your mojo, you lost your nerve. No, it's not my nerve. I lost my mojo. I lost my thoughts and feelings that I can actually carry a tune. So I, that, I used to sing actually, like for real, for real. And over time, I've just gotten more and more uh, anti-singy. You know, I hear bustling. I feel like Kid One is moving around. I thought you said we weren't doing Kid One, Kid Two. No, we are. We're just not doing it when they can hear me. Oh. It's just a reference. And then whenever they figure it out and start complaining, because both of them will complain, like, don't call me, no. Kid Two particularly would be like, why am I Kid Two? I said we make it a ranking system and alternate it depending on who's the better kid Who's that the better day. child? Yes. Um, I told Maisie. There you go. What is this? Uh, Jay, our first non-date. Yeah, that's why I knew we were gonna make it. You get tickets to a PJ concert. It's a night of the concert. We're getting mentally prepared to go. I think we might have done the deed already. No. No. Mm -mm. We're we're at a point where we should be getting ready to go. You look at me and say. I don't really feel like doing this. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, I don't think I want to go. I'm like, cool. 
And you go, no, really? You don't mind? I was like, so scared that you would be like, like, no, we're going. No, no, I, we, we can stay home? All right. And that's what we were saying. Like, okay, we can okay. we can communally flake on things and, and I be was fine. like, that was like a thing. That was like a cute thing. Tickets. And yeah. Wasn't I supposed to write a story? How did there I get was out a, of that? There was a story in the mix of all this. I remember you, before you understood like how... I don't want to say how hard I worked, but you said you need to, we were talking about PJ and he sort of factors into our origin story a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually not a little bit, a lot of it, actually. Because the first thing I ever wrote about you in social media was this guy put me on to PJ Morton and I never heard of him before. And I don't know how to feel about that. And half the responses were, the funny thing is half the responses were, who? Right. And the other half was like, how do you not know PJ Morton? Right. And then I tweeted it and none other than PJ Morton (laughs) retweets it. And I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Um, I've been covering R&B for 20 years. I should know who he is. And then I go into my email and see that I've been asked to cover him for a good 10 years. I've been getting emails from his peoples. Anyway, um, so... Yeah. I got the tickets. Did I get the tickets because I was covering him? No. I just got the tickets. The tickets, so fair enough, the tickets happened, and then I think immediately after the story became a possibility. Okay, got it. And Because at that point, we were trying to figure out if we were going to go to the original right. venue or, or if we were going to the city. Oh, no, right, in the city or Jersey City right. or something like that. But the idea, it was a weekday, first of all. It was like a Wednesday or a Thursday. Right. We're still having sex every day, so that's always on the agenda. Yeah. And... Um, it's Jersey City, so we're like we're gonna we're not gonna drive. We said we weren't gonna drive. If you're you know, and if you're familiar, if not familiar with Jersey, Jersey City is is Manhattan. Yes, it's just far enough away. You and, might as well be going to Manhattan, and just as busy, and not and not nearly as easy to get to as Manhattan, right? And not nearly as interesting to be in, right? Um. So, so and then we realized it's not it's not so much the getting there, it's the coming, it's the back, coming back that was gonna be like, midnight, why are we doing this? Path train and Ubers and right. I just uh uh-uh. uh. So I was really scared. I really in my mind was like, nah, don't even say that. Cause he might think it's whack of you to even suggest that. Just suck it up and go. But then time kept getting later and later mm. and it was just like I gotta tell him. I think I immediately started peeling off clothes and like <laughs> laid on the couch. I was like, Okay, cool. What are we gonna do? That's fine. You want to go out and get some to eat, or we order? I don't in? think we did that, um, but yeah. So I pretty much. Um, wait, why were we talking about PJ? Oh, because of this cheer song. Yeah. What I wonder what made him do that. I love that he did. So he wraps up his uh, the this concert with that song. I think yeah. it's a perfect. It's so like, awesome, and they do a really good vocal arrangement there. Yeah, it's a is a great song, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's just good enough song that you feel satisfied mm-hmm. but you're also saying like okay we're done wrapping up time to yeah. go no encores does he do it every time i don't think so live? i think he only probably did it once um, at least it's only on one of his live albums see like we can't talk i can't talk about pj freely oh no don't don't but i do like him mm-hmm. and i do love his live album mm-hmm. and i love what's the album that i love gumbo is it Gumbo? Mm-hmm. Gumbo and Gumbo Live are the two main ones yeah, you listen Gumbo. to. I like it a lot. I like the tweet song. I like the couple of good duets he has on there. He has a one, this one song on there that's a duet that's not credited. <laughs> and it drives me crazy. Really? 
Yeah. Um, I don't understand it. Anyway, um, yeah, that's a that's a thing, I guess. This was all about me not singing anymore and how I'm not singing my right. theme song. You don't have to worry about that. And just bought the music for the show this afternoon. For this show? No, for, for my show. For writing practice. Oh, that was what I was gonna sing to. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Practice. You said Maisie was gonna make a beat for you on SoundCloud. Yeah. I mean, on GarageBand. Writing practice. Writing practice. No. With Aaliyah S. King. With Aaliyah S. King. How do I mute your mic? Writing practice. Writing practice. <laughs> with Aaliyah S. King. What about that? No, that we're not doing that. But I believe that that song is Rare Shaka is in the public domain, so we could mm-hmm. use that. I'd rather pay the fifty bucks. For your song, yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. This is a expensive operation we run in here Oof. for our twenty-two listeners. Yeesh. Oh no, our our, our sixty-eight listeners as right of yesterday. Now, y'all, we giving you all our heart and soul here. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Nope. I'm tired. This is where you know. So here's what's funny, mm-hmm. and I think we. Yeah, so here's what's funny. Um, you're very big on knowing your worth, your monetary worth, yes. your value, yes. the things that you do, For X, sure. Y, and Z. Yep. Um, you are... And you're very big on knowing other people's worth and other people's value <laughs> right. and other people's things. Um, so it's customary for podcasts yeah. unless they're sponsored by like NPR or whomever mm-hmm. to make it themselves available for donations <laughs> not on this podcast why this costs money yes folks are listening for free and hopefully enjoying us maybe if they want to send us five dollars what's the problem with that um I just, I think Keep in that, mind that nobody's going to send us a one red penny mm-hmm. if they're not capable of doing so or don't desire course, to do I so. I understand. Um, I guess it's just, I don't know how to say this. Um, well, uh, I mean, here I am. If you folks I are fortunate am, to make livings podcasting, of course, yeah. that's a big part of how they do it. Yes, and I'm not saying I would never do it. I'm saying I'm not ready to do that right now. Because it's just kind of like with my Facebook lives, like I do those once a week for an hour. It takes a lot out of me and I've been doing it almost every week for a year. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a big thing. I think it's a big give. Um, I don't ask for people to donate. I don't ask people to do anything, but just listen and do the things I say. So this doesn't feel different from that yet. It will. But right now, it doesn't feel different from that. And right now, it costs us more than what any donation, any donation that would come in right now would just be nominal. Would be like, oh, good, we got $10. At this juncture, with the money that we are spending to keep this running, we've, we're investing in ourselves right now. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a time where we're done investing. We're done with equipment. We're done with paying people to edit. We're done with all the different things that need to be done. Now we're just a rolling machine and we have to think about what's going 
we're going to make to keep this moving. Mm-hmm. I just don't think we're, I don't feel like we're there yet. I don't feel like I'm in a place yet where I want to ask people for donations. I haven't even started marketing this yet. That's going to be a whole nother level. Like we started off here and then we moved into being here. Soon we'll move into me actually saying to my audience, like I want to do a full court press. My heart gets a little thumpy even thinking about that. But there comes a time where like this is the product I feel I have to call in on. You know, call in for drops and call in for tweets and call in for post this link and call in for the things that I never asked for. Shane, I never ask anybody for shit. Nobody. I'm aware. I don't ask people for nothing. I have great, awesome people. You don't like that I'm the one that wakes you up in the morning. I'm not. I, yeah. So they're like, yeah, I get it. Can I say something about that? Sure. But first, let me finish what I'm saying. I don't ask people for things. But I do when it's time, you know. Um, I close my eyes and I take a deep breath and I make the call and I say, can you please? Um, and if there's not many products, projects that I want to do that for. Jermaine wanted me to hit up certain people when the Biggie Belt story dropped. And Shout out to Jermaine Hall, level.medium.com. level.medium.com, my boss there. And also one of the keepers of the belt in mm-hmm. my Biggie Belt story. Also, hi to Peter. Appreciate um, you. Hi, Peter. Um, so we he sent me a list of names, asked all these people to tweet out a link to the story. And I was like, I went to vomit. Like, ugh. Now, mind you, these are people in the story. These are people that I name check in the story. Um, and I still just felt like, I don't want to do this. So he gave me like five names. I picked two. I have information and emails for all five, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. I emailed two and said, can you please? And both people were like, of course I can. It would be ridiculous. And so then I said, you should do the other three. Jermaine does not ask this of you. You don't ask this of anybody. Suck it up and do it. It's your story. He's not asking you to ask these people to push someone else's story. It's your own story. Right. That you want to do well. So I did it for all five and all five of them did it. Mm-hmm. My point is, this is something that I feel strongly enough about at least it's shaping itself for me to feel strongly enough about to do the full court press and i haven't the last time i asked a bunch of big name people to do anything for me was probably in 2012 when my last book came out and i asked people for to help me put together parties and tours and what do you call the thing you ask other writers to write the things on the back blurbs Mm -hmm. that stuff 2012 is the last time i really asked people that I know who have influence to help me. And this feels like something I would do that for. So keep your five dollars. No. We good for now. No. We'll let you know. It's not right now. I'm good right now. Keep your five dollars. No. We're good for now. No. We'll let you know. No. So there's no I just don't it's not time yet. This is rehearsal. I don't think it's time yet. I don't know about rehearsal either, but... It's not rehearsal. This definitely doesn't feel like rehearsal, but... I've never had 20 rehearsals. Yeah, no. Not, it's not rehearsal, but am I making any sense? Um, it sounds like <clears throat> pride. <clears throat> sounds a little bit... <clears throat> let's try that again. Sounds a, <laughs> sounds a little bit like uh, some pride and some fear. And it also sounds a little bit like we don't 
we're actually okay. Like we are managing our affairs okay right now. So we can take our time with setting that up. Maybe it's not just a donate button. Maybe it's a Patreon. Maybe it's, I want to look I mean, at, there's, yeah, I want to take a minute to look at all the ways that that makes sense. Not just a PayPal button or a link and asking for whatever you can spare. I probably wouldn't do that. I would probably say you do this, you get this, you do this, you get this, or some type of really, I would want to feel like I was giving some, you know, some merch. I don't know. We're already giving something. A whole ass show. Yeah. Yeah. Giving something. That's not really. Yeah. But. I'll give it to you. Here you go. Yeah. You give it to me anyway? Yes. I feel better now. I was saying before, I said, I want to say something about that. You were talking about waking me up. And mm-hmm. I don't like you waking me up. And I don't. But. I appreciate that you do it. I appreciate being appreciated. I appreciate you appreciating being appreciated. We can't do that. <laughs> no, what I was going to say um, was that there are little and small and big things that are a part of a relationship. And there's tiny things that you do throughout the day that are helpful for your partner. Mm. It's big things you do sometimes that are helpful. And then there's the life-changing things that if you're in a relationship Hopefully you'll have a couple of those things that just feel like they change your life. And I think not setting my alarm clock at night is one of those life-changing things. And I hope you know that that is like huge for me. My pleasure. No, it's not your pleasure, but you do it. I don't think waking me up is pleasurable. I was going to say something to ruin the moment but I'm not thank you my pleasure alright it's time for bed uh-huh. 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 <laughs> oh my god no <laughs> no I don't want that I don't want that at all I'm exhausted so my, my poor son has discovered the mixer your <laughs> poor son or our poor ears <laughs> He's you like, need to teach him how to use it. He says, Daddy, what's this button do? Oh, that was it. <laughs> For like five But minutes. how could you not? Right. Although, thankfully, he wasn't hitting the uh, Ew. button over and over. Uh, uh. <laughs> no, he'll... Uh, so, the first step is getting him interested in the microphone at all. In He's not those things. already? Not really. He, he, I remember as a kid, he, I have recordings of him like singing little songs in front of the uh, mic just so he can hear himself backing in that. Mm-hmm. thought that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when we were testing stuff in the office. He was more interested in screaming at the top of his lungs and blowing her oh, eardrums right. out. Oh, that's I forgot. Um, but in terms of actually having a conversation on a microphone or whatever else, he's not, he's not there yet. Um, um, it'll be thing one. Who will yeah. be the first one? She'll be on it. I need to show you a picture before we go. Because that's how podcasts work. <laughs> <laughs> but can't it work that way? Even if I can tell the people where they can see the picture? Uh, sure. Okay. So I saw a picture that made me cry today. 
and uh, Damon Young from Very Smart Brothers wrote a book this year, last year, called Mm -hmm. What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Blacker, Mm -hmm. a memoir and essays. Very good book. Mm -hmm. And today, someone saw two young men reading his book together Mm -hmm. in a library at school, and she took a picture of it and put it in her stories and then sent it to him. And it says, throw back to last week, a sneak photo of one student reading Damon Young's book to his friend. And I need you to take a look at this photo because it's just all the things. Um, So one kid is sitting up on like a couch in a school library. And the other dude is sort of leaning on him, peeking over into the book. Mm. And the kid who has the book in his hand was reading it to his friend. He's reading it to his friend. And that's the dope. other kid has one leg up and he's just looking over at him. So that's Damon Young. You can find him everywhere. Um, you can see it on his page. And I just, I don't know. There's something about the photo. First of all, the idea of these young men reading this book by this young black man. And then... I don't know if you noticed, but these are high school kids. They're touching. Yes. That's the kind of, that's actually the first thing I I noticed. That's the very first thing I noticed is that there is an intimacy there that you did not see in high school. No. And I did not see in high school Mm -mm. or college or my 20s or 30s or 40s. That's what kids have the freedom to do now to young men, Mm -hmm. presumably straight, but how do we know? Mm -hmm. Actually doesn't even matter. Right. Can touch. And it's not a thing. And read a book together. He's reading to him. He's reading to his friend. I always find it, and this leads me to something I think about every now and then, is how every generation, especially with people of color, or black folks, especially, excuse me, um, I'm trying to get out of the habit mm-hmm. of lumping those two I'm together. I've done that with that. Um, no more people of color. How black folks generationally fight for more freedom for the next generation. Right. And then immediately become uncomfortable when that freedom of is realized and actuated. Yeah. And how like just it, it almost becomes I don't know if it's off putting per se, but it's a very uncomfortable situation when you see a ge- the generation ahead of you express a certain level of freedom that you never that had. You never had. That you still fought for and purposely like, I want my children to be able to do this. And yep. then they do it and, and it's you're like, like, what the What are you doing? How are you doing that? Get off him. Right. Pause. Stop. Yeah. Right. Pause for right. sure. So this, uh, yeah, that's that's something that always catches me when I see stuff like that. I love it. It made so, me happy. I gotta write a goddamn book. Let's get to it. Yes, ma'am. All right, we're out of here. Good talk. Good talk. <laughs> you can't say it like that. How you gonna tell me? I can say. You gotta say, say it, it the way we always say it when we're saying it to them. That's the whole point. Good talk. That's how you say it? Good no. talk. Good talk. Good talk. <laughs> we have to get that, that together. Yeah, we'll, we'll get together. Good talk is a hard thing to say. We literally got the name of the show yesterday, so. Well, we move quickly, don't we? What we need to do is have our children ignore us at the end of each show so we do Right, that'd be perfect. Yes. We'll have the sarcasm like, good talk. <laughs> See, that was it right there. My kid better be asleep. I'll fucking kill her. I swear.